All right, Aaron, are you ready to learn about technology? No. The politics behind it and all the craziness that goes along with it, including FTX, Bitcoin, Twitter, and voting and everything else and tied to it, election fraud, politics, uh, you know, where they're saying, you know, it, it's all a wide, I guess you could say a long-term con on things. Are you ready to talk about all that? Or are you ready to just go home and call it quits now? Yes, the I'm ready to go home. Are you now? Yeah. Okay, you're ready to go home, call quits. You're ready to go worship in your bathroom. This episode is recorded <laughs> on 11-25-2022. When you talk about, you know, getting lost in time when you're doing stuff with technology, I, f- I find myself, if I'm in the restroom and I have my phone, I'll easily spend 30 minutes just sitting there on my phone. But if I don't have my phone, I'll be in and out within like, Five minutes. So the bathroom has become your place of worship to your <laughs> to your smartphone. To my phone. Yeah. <laughs> as odd as that sounds. Yeah. Your bathroom is now the sanctuary to your smartphone. <laughs> Do you have like a little pedestal to put your smartphone on? No. <laughs> okay. It's my hands. <laughs> no, your hands are just a little pedestal. Head, yes. <laughs> oh, Mr. Johnson, you are always a trip to listen mm. to on things when you just decide to randomly say things and then. I get to pick up on it and continue on with it for a little while. It's when, it, I, it's when I try to explain myself. Things go really weird really quick sometimes. Yeah, I understand. Sometimes things just get away from you, and it's just entertaining when it does. And it brings me great joy to see those things once in a while. It, I, I can't tell you how much it does. And it will bring me great joy to see you like a deer in the headlights here as we talk about some of these other things. So... Remind me and refresh me once again, sir. Do you have a Twitter account? Mm, I think I, I think I do. You think you do? I can't remember if I deleted it or not. Okay, I might still have one, but nothing that you actively check oh, or look at I'm, once in a while. No. Okay. Oh no. That's what I was wondering if you actually had something like that. Uh, on the Twitters, as they say, on the Twitters, on the tweeters, yes, on the tweeters, on the Twitters, or not. But you're aware of what it is. You're uh-huh. you're aware that you're, you know, it's one of those things, and you're aware who bought it recently. Oh yes. All right, who bought it recently? Musk. Elon Musk. Good old Elon yeah. Musk. Yep. And of course, as soon as people. Uh, he announced even his intention to buy it. And as soon as the deal closed, and that's been closed now, at least at this time, 1125, for a couple of weeks now, people just started going crazy and crazy and crazy on Twitter, just either saying, yes, we're going to stay, or no, we're going to leave, and blah, 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 blah. And what, at least as of this time, the latest thing that caused a lot of people to, I don't know, get up in arms, what did... Uh, Musk asked the Twitter network if they wanted. Do you remember? Do you know? If what did he ask them if they wanted? What they wanted. If they wanted a certain person unbanned. I mean, Trump is unbanned, is back on Twitter. Yeah, even though Trump said he probably won't use it. Yeah. He's got his truth social. But yes. There was somebody else that was a ban was lifted, and I thought, okay, well, I thought there was a couple of people like don't remember their names. 
So remember, he, I don't know well, you might not have seen it, but whatever. But he released, uh, not a video, but a poll asking, should he unban Donald Trump? And he was saying he was getting 1 million plus votes per minute on this thing. One million plus at at at, at certain points in time mm-hmm. of of it, you know. In, in the end, fifteen million people voted. One hundred thirty four people saw it. You know, so it, that was quite quite a, a quite a bit, right? Yeah. And in the end, so how many people wanted it? How many people didn't? Well, fifty one point eight percent of the fifteen million said yes. Wow. Forty eight point two percent said no. So it's been, it was entertaining to watch because people are like, oh, so now we can see who the bots are and all that. <laughs> as in like, wait, as, as they were like voting no. Oh, the bots were saying no. That's what people were joking about. Like, oh, now we can tell who the bots are because they all voted no. Oh, yeah. I said, because they could make the same argument, couldn't they, for the people voting yes? If you could, but remember... Right now, the people who are trying to make like these claims, like "oh, there's tons of bots" and blah blah blah, then whether or not that's true, you know, Musk will maybe eventually release that information. They're all saying, "Oh, all the woke slash anti-Trump slash all this other stuff is all just you know against Trump," so they would be the ones voting no. So that's the narrative that you hear, mm. because something I've noticed because I I try to stay in touch with Twitter. Try to mm-hmm. it just sometimes it goes way too fast, but there's a lot of people on the left side of the aisle who have either threatened to or have already left Twitter for other social medias. Yeah, as we know. Have you heard of any of these other ones? Well, there's the Truth Social. Well, uh, okay, that, sorry, but that, that that's going to be people more on the right side leaving. To oh, Twitter. I'm sorry, that are leaving to the. Yeah, you have. You, well, I, there was the one. Uh, wasn't there the one that you joined? I can't remember the name of it though. Oh yes, I was going to get to that in a second. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so okay, so I can't think of. I don't. I don't know the. So one of them is called Mastodon. Um, that's a decentralized Twitter alternative. The problem is, if you're a non-tech person, like you know me, I could get on Mastodon. I could be fine, right? Someone like you, Mastodon. Yeah, the first screen you're presented with is pick a pick a server to join, and then it gives all these different server names and like regions and what they're for and all this other stuff. So that that's the first one. A lot of people wanted to go to Mastodon, but as soon as they try, they go, "Nope, can't do it because I don't know what server to pick. I don't know what to do with this." So Mastodon is one of them that people are going to. Mostly people, again, mostly on the left. Um, I joined up just to kind of monitor it because it's entertaining. Yeah, uh, it is it, it's beyond entertaining. That being said, it's a decentralized net Twitter alternative. I know. Your brain just probably exploded a little bit. What does decentralized mean? Oh, I wasn't reacting like that because of that. Okay. Probably something was in my nose. A decentralized Twitter? Yeah. What Ooh, does, we got more extremists going on here. Well, no, what does decentralized mean? Uh, you don't. You have no idea what decentralized means. Decentralized? Yeah. It's, I mean, dec- it's, it's not. It's not. 
I'm trying to think. It's not like it's not a political central thing, but no, I can't say I do. Okay, so a decentralized system is one in which so like Twitter is a centralized system. Twitter owns all the servers that Twitter platform runs on. When you connect to Twitter, you connect to one of their servers. They decide to ban you, you're out. They decide to shut down their servers, you're out. Mastodon being a decentralized, the application is just essentially an application that can connect to a specific server. You get banned from that server, you could probably find your way onto another server. Or their servers go down, you could go to another server and still get data. You won't get the data from the server that's down because it's offline or you're banned but you can still get that data from those other servers without having to change your apps. You know, Twitter, you get banned. You're going to have to change your name, you know, your usernames or find a ways around the Twitter blocks because they own all the servers. Decentralized, it's distributed. Multiple people have different servers around, but you use one app to get to them all. So in that case, with Mastodon, you might have servers, which are very, how do you put it? They're catered around maybe a specific region like in Mastodon, there's german servers you know where majority of the people on there are going to be speaking german or related to things going on in germany mm-hmm. there might be a gaming server where most of the people on there are going to be related to stuff around gaming stuff like that so mm. in that regard Mastodon is nice in that way it's also a little bit more resilient and it's also a little more you know it's nicer in that regard. Now, you also have some things where policies may be different between each server. So you might have to pick a server that, you know, depending on what you like, you know, you're going to have to go to in that. And you've seen a couple high profile accounts, mostly like corporate news accounts that have moved and created Mastodon accounts. They keep, they're keeping their Twitter accounts, but they're also creating Mastodon accounts as well. So you're seeing some of that. Now, the one that you alluded to uh, was called Counter Social, which was entertaining that I I signed up for it because I saw a lot of people prompting about it. So there are a lot of people signing up for it. Uh, it's one of those, unlike Twitter, where Twitter you can go in and view everything without an account. That one you can't. Counter social, you have to have an account to view it. And when you go and you know log in and everything, it's like, okay, we're going to verify your email address, blah, blah, blah. And I create an account and... To be fair to them, on the day I created the account, their systems were just overwhelmed. Okay. The person who originally created Counter Social, you know, is is definitely, definitely on the uh, hacker side of things. Mm. You know, and they're like, oh, we got virtual reality too. I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone's going to want to go to view your social media in VR. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, uh, who knows? I, I, I've given up trying to. <laughs> what? Given up trying to see the limits of what people. Yeah. Of what people have. Yep. So, I, and I love this, right? You know, on counter social, they, they go like, why does counter social block entire countries? You know? Because they do block entire countries from even accessing their app and their website. And I love this. They're like, isn't blocking entire nations racism or xenophobic? No. Building a wall, and and this is me inserting, building walls works. (laughs) 
you know, because they're like, no, we can block entire places from coming to our place because of whatever. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yep. They're like, we don't. So that that's all about that, right? And they're like, we do not guarantee free speech. Right off the bat? Yeah. They go, what about my free speech? Freedom of speech is a First Amendment right defined in the United States Constitution. It guarantees that the U.S. federal government cannot infringe on or an individual's right to say whatever they'd like. Counter-social is not the federal government. Therefore, it is impossible, by definition, for counter-social to be a violation of an individual's First Amendment rights to the free speech. Side note, the United States Constitution is relevant in the United States and to United States citizens where servers are based. U.S. free speech laws is inapplicable elsewhere. So that that's that it, right off the bat they're just like yeah nope that we're going to definitely not do that and i just find it funny that they are right off the bat just saying nope but anyways so i signed up and i because i know it's a lot of people going in there right away and uh, and i saw the trend on twitter so i signed up created an account and i i i just kind of looked around for a little while pages slow with loading you know, things weren't working. And then I, I made one post. The post was, man, I am enjoying watching the echo chamber in here. It is entertaining. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. every post that I did see was like, those bleeping, bleeping, bleeping Republicans, we have to vote all blue. Blue is the only way to save the planet. Blue is the only way to save America. Only Joe Biden cares about America. You know, stuff like that, right? You know, you know, very, very echo chamber, very leftist ideals, very, you have to vote pro-abortion, very, you know, all those things that you, you think of as the stereotypical leftist yeah, was being repeated right over and over and over again. And I did searches in counter social and I used their search feature. I looked and I was like, all right, uh, what is, I looked for like Republican, right, right wing, you know, stuff like that, that you would look for conservative. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. The only thing I could find would be like F Republicans, F conservatives, stuff like that. I look for, you know, F liberals, F uh, the left, F Joe Biden, stuff like that. Nothing. Nothing. Zero results returned. So I posted that. I was like, all right, cool. You know, I I will, um, I just put that. I got an email less than 30 minutes later saying that I had been banned for violating the terms of service. I was like, oh. Really, terms of service. I was like, okay, and I and I. To be fair, I asked their support team. I sent them an email. I said, hey, I would like to know what license did I break, or terms of service did I break? What could you tell me what this is? And nothing. So yeah, I got that that uh, email from them. Let's see here. I created my account at 12.05 p.m. I got the email at 12.38 p.m. Wow. Yep. The Your account has been suspended. All of your posts and your upload media files have been irreversibly removed from our service. It's like, hmm, cool. That's good to know. But yeah, they never replied back. I was like, could you please point to me in the terms of service? There's nothing about as saying, hey, I enjoy watching this echo chamber in here. <laughs> and then come, to, I created a second account. 
Yep. Under another email address, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to say what it was. Is I shouldn't say was is. Uh, that you still have it. I still have it. I haven't posted anything on that one. I just lurk, yeah, yeah. I just, just use it. it. Just use it for lurking. And basically, it comes down to if the creator he calls himself the jester. He's part of uh, the hacktivist movement uh, you know, of anonymous. So he's one of those guys, right? And he basically comes down to if he doesn't like what you post, he can just ban you. So I'm like, so he's an Elon Musk, but they like him because he likes their values. Got it. Because that was one of the big things that people complained about. They're like, well, Elon, he's just going to turn this into the Wild West for the right wing. And it's all going to be right wing propaganda and all this other stuff and pro Trump stuff and everything. I'm like, you realize your truth, your truth social. Well, yeah, your truth social and counter social are yeah. doing the exact same thing for your respective parties. And I just sit there and can't. It is entertaining some of the stuff that goes on in there. Maybe what I'll do is start posting some screenshots from there in Twitter and be like, this is the joke that is called counter social. And then there'll be a counter social person and they'll be like, oh, report to this person. Yeah. Well, but you're, I guess you're. And that's the thing. I'll make sure to keep my email and screen name out of there. Yeah. I'll probably use a VPN to get to it. And then that way, guess what? They can't track. Oh my gosh. That's crazy though. Yep. <sighs> so it, it it's entertaining to watch as these things happen, but it's it's also entertaining to watch as you know people start just exiting from Twitter because they don't like Elon. Well, there's that, and then I, I mean, I've heard short over like the. Uh, the radio at work like from time to time i've heard complaints about like i'm not gonna pay that guy elon or whatever money to to be a verified account now i don't do you know how all of that works like not just anybody can pay to be a verified account can they so and this is kind of that part that where it's changing all the time for a little bit yes you could if you subscribe to the Twitter Blue, in this uh, as of the fifteenth right now, or twenty fifth, I said fifteenth, uh, but as of the twenty fifth, you can't do that right now. It's only okay. like legitimate news sources, news but, sources, or like, like celebrities, or celebrities too. Where they have a big enough of a yeah. following, and that, that's a whole other thing that you know people were talking about before Elon took over. It broke that you could pay thousands of dollars to get verified. You'd give the money to a Twitter employee and they would push you through the verification system manually. So if you had enough money, but were a small person on Twitter, you could you could become verified. Yeah. So it wasn't even a, this is an important person. This is an important company, or this is a real company type thing. It was, did you know the right people to do, get, get this position? Uh, Tim Poole even reported on it that he was approached by someone from Twitter is like, Hey, give us 10 K and we'll get you verified within like a week or two, you know, back when he was smaller in that. And 
And other people reported like, hey, this is how I got my verification. And they and they they told their story. They're like, when I was a smaller person on Twitter, I was approached, you know, give us 8K, give us 10K, give us whatever, and we'll contact the right people to m- get you verified. So what? That's so weird. That's bizarre. So the, how much is it? I mean, is it? I mean, it's not going to be that. Well, it's not going to cost that much to be verified now, is it? So now, and and Elon's kind of playing with this, okay? Mm -hmm. So for right after he took over, it was if you paid $8 a month for Twitter Blue, you got a verified check next to you. And then when you went to click on the page for more information and said, oh, this person got it because they're Twitter Blue or this person got it because, you know, they're of some importance. So there was those two methods. And that's the route he initially wanted to take it. And of course, immediately the internet being the internet, what does the internet do? The internet trolls. So what was the first thing that happened? People started renaming their accounts Elon Musk. Now, it was already against terms of service that if you don't put that you're a parody account in like your title and all that, that you could be banned off of Twitter. So people didn't put parody like in the name, but they may put in like the bio. They still got banned. Who was a famous person that recently got banned? She's now reinstated, but she got banned because she renamed herself Elon Musk. Katie Griffin. You remember her? Katie Griffin. You remember her? What, what did she do previously? I don't know. She held up a certain head. A Canadian actress. Is that who this is? She held up a certain head. Uh Uh-huh. Or you might know her as Kathy Griffin, Kathy Griffin, Katie Griffin. Close enough. Oh, Kathy. That was, she did that? She held up the bloody Trump's head. Bloody Trump's head. Yep. Dude, she's a nasty looking lady. Well, she, at least she just looks very scary. Uh, so she's back. Yeah, she was banned temporarily off of Twitter. Uh, and, and, and just a lot of people who were banned are now being brought back, you know on Twitter itself. But, you know, she did that. And, so, and Elon was like, you know what? We're not going to put up with people impersonating our person, you know, or a company. Yeah. And then they, you know, unless they put parody. Well, of course, the internet being the internet, they continue at this. So there were actually stock prices that were manipulated by someone pretending to be a company, right? Put out some news and all of a sudden, the stock prices dropped because of it. And you know, it had the little blue check mark. And no, and you know, no one at first is going to look and click on and be like, "Did they get it because of blue or are they official?" They didn't do that. You know, they just saw, "Oh, this company said this." You know, and they would change. You know, you change your profile pic to be the same. All that to make it look as close to the thing as possible. They send a message out. Boom, we got issues. So that quickly got removed. That quickly got deleted. That where you could just pay the eight dollars to get Twitter Blue official right. with a blue check mark. And as yeah. of right now, that's how it stands. That being said, he is talking about multi, essentially multi levels of check marks coming through. And what that means is, like for those who pay the uh, Twitter Blue subscription, they'll get a a check mark of some sort saying that they're like a real person, not a bot, unless you're paying $8 for that bot to have it, which you can do that all you want. But then they're also going to have like official company, official, you know, celebrity, blah, 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 blah. 
those various things. That hasn't been rolled out yet, but that's going to be coming because of all these issues that happened when they rolled it out initially. Wow. Okay. I'm curious as to what the, I guess, charges are going to be for that. It's probably going to be the eight hours a month. Unless you're like a celebrity, then they'll give Well, it yeah, to- I wonder how much they're going to have to pay. Because like, that's where people are like, I'm not going to pay that man any money to be verified. And so well, then don't. Yeah, you don't have to. And mm-hmm. then you just don't have a little check mark next to your thing. And then guess what? You're good to go. You can still use Twitter for free the way you have. Yeah. You know, some of the other benefits that they're giving Twitter Blue subscribers is, guess what? You see, I think they said like 50% less ads. 50% less. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, you know, you as a free Twitter person would see, you know, let's say an ad every four tweets. You know, as a free person, yeah. I would yeah. see it once every eight tweets then. Or six tweets or whatever. Yeah. Six tweets, not eight tweets. You know, so 50% less. Ads. Yeah. So that's what they would do with that then. Um, and then it's so basically instead of you being able to see you know, ads, you're, you're supplementing it with your $8, you know, other notable examples that of things that happened during the blue checkmark fiasco, as they call it, someone created a Nintendo of America and they called it, you know, that account, right? That was the display name. The actual username was at N L N T E N D O O F U S Nintendo, you know, Nintendo of USA, US, but it was basically just a CGI Mario flipping the bird. But everyone was like, oh, it, but it says Nintendo America and it's Mario flipping us the bird. Yeah, okay. Thank you. Yeah. So you know, there's other things like that happening on throughout that. Other companies posting out fake news or thinking at first that it was him. People got upset because uh, a LeBron James announced he wanted to be traded from the Lakers as well. Um, obviously, there was a, and I and I can find this funny because I am who I am. But someone had a Jesus Christ verified account. Oh my gosh! Obviously, yeah. a fake. Yeah, but it was like, all right, all right, fun, fun, fun. <laughs> Oh my goodness. You know, so all that's happening, right? And then what's also happening at Twitter HQ then at the same time? Musk is firing tons, oh, people and, tons, and, right? tons and tons of people. You know, as of you know, now the twenty fifth, he's definitely laid off more than fifty percent of the staff worldwide. Fifty percent. Yep. And even after he got done saying, Oh, I'm done firing people, right? The day before Thanksgiving, he fired a bunch of engineers and other staff members. And then last week, previously, he had apparently, this is what is alleged. No one, you know, I haven't seen the email myself, but apparently he sent out an email saying, basically, if you don't plan on working like crazy, crazy hours, he's like, just resign. (laughs) For what? For whatever they need to do to work. Again, remember, they're down staff. They're down man hour, man people to, you know, do things. And he's like, basically, if you don't want to work hard, leave. Get out of here. Okay. Now, I'm going to say my comments on on all that in a minute here. Okay. And (laughs) it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse for Twitter. He recently, he hired uh, a, a hacker. I call him hacker. So 
one of the guys that created one of the first jailbreaks for iPhones, because you know iPhones are pretty locked down. If you want to modify anything, and I mean anything, you have to jailbreak them essentially. And he hired this guy to fix search on Twitter because he needs to bring in. So at least he's like recognized like, hey, here are our shortcomings. Do this. He also, and this was entertaining to me, he sent out an email. was like, can anyone fly to come into the office, even if you have to fly, to explain to me how this technology works? <laughs> you know, part of it, I'm guessing not so much that he doesn't know how the tech works, but part of it is like, could you explain to me how Twitter itself works? Instead of spending someone, you know, time to try to dig into it, be like, please explain to me why and how this works here. So, and with all this, you know, it's entertaining watching this happen because people on the left, obviously, like I said earlier, they're fleeing to other social media platforms, fleeing to counter social, fleeing to Mastodon. And if you want to go there, go have fun. Just be wary of echo chambers. And I say that the same thing for like truth social or no yeah that's called truth social i can't it's where you get to tweet your own truth (laughs) it's literally just as bad as the left yeah exactly as i said be wary of the echo chambers regardless of where you go it is good to have a diverse set of opinions even those you disagree with on Twitter. That's why Twitter has this thing called the mute button. Why you can mute someone. So if you want to go and see them in their stuff again, you can if you intentionally seek it out, but it's normally not going to show up in your timeline. In fact, I use that feature all the time on Facebook. There are certain people that I just find increasingly irritating. You know? <laughs> not worth not worth my time. Not uh, worth like, checking but, up on. That I may still want to be friends with or at least check up on one of them once in a while, you know. Mm-hmm. So I don't unfriend them, but I just say yeah. mute them and I'll go check once in a while, see what happens. And that always leads to fun arguments about abortion and all that fun Ugh. stuff with certain people that I know and you know as well. Yeah. Oh, joy. So you have all that happening, right? And then you have on the right hand side of things, and that's the right side political aisle, besides, you know, people going, oh, true social, bring back Trump, blah, blah, blah. Whatever. But you also have people saying, well, you know, look, Trump has fired all these people from Twitter and it's not having issues. Trump or Elon? Or Elon. Okay. Yeah. I might I have said like, Trump. I thought, I, th- I thought you did. So I was like, I have, wait a minute. Okay. I have the two messing up in my head here. <laughs> so Elon fired all these people and they're like, well, look, there's no issues with Twitter. It's still working fine. I'm so able to log in and tweet. I'm so able to do these things. I'm, you know, blah, 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 blah. And to those on the right-hand side of the aisle, I will say this. Please learn how technology works. A system may work fine for a few weeks to maybe a few months without maintenance. And if you don't have the staff, like, you know, that Elon left, let go, right? If you don't have that staff to perform that regular maintenance, Over time, things are going to break down. Hmm. Over time, unintentional bugs will surface. Unintentional errors will occur that that regular maintenance from that team and that staff would have been able to correct and fix and maybe produce bug fixes for. You know, things that need to be enhanced, all those things. You don't have developers. Guess what? You're not going to be able to create new fixes for bugs that maybe are known about. And so things are stable now. 
But over time, things will probably get buggy unless there's a recommitment to reinforcing the staff or make sure that the staff that they have doesn't get burnt out. Celebrating the fact that all these people just got laid off, A, not go, not cool. I don't like that at all. You know, to celebrate it, no. I yeah. Because mean, you no. saw when all these people got laid off, they're like, oh, learn to code. Because <laughs> remember back in the day when all those coal, miner, coal miners got laid off and they were like, oh, coal miners, just learn, learn to code and you can go get a job anywhere. So when the Twitter employees got laid off, you know, because the left was celebrating when the coal miners got laid off, the right started celebrating. Oh, all these Twitter employees got laid off. Yay, let's celebrate. It's like, don't celebrate that. That's not cool. Yeah. Fine, you don't like, uh, you know, the political position of the employees. And yes, some of those are problematic. And if they're using their political <clears throat> positions to influence how they do the work, then yes, there should be ramifications involved around that. But just saying, oh, I don't, you know, leftist Twitter, go away and you're fired. And then all of a sudden... They're celebrating that? No, no, thank you. Um, and, and doing the learn to code thing. So I'm like, first off, don't celebrate it. Secondly, realize that more errors are going to be introduced into Twitter over time now because of reduced staffing. And when it starts yeah. having issues, don't complain about it. Don't complain about it because you're <laughs> celebrating it. Yeah, you were so happy for stuff to well, they have to lose those jobs anyways. Yeah, because Twitter, being a service at large, has a lot of infrastructure in the background. When I say infrastructure, I'm not just talking about the software side of things, you know, the part that you interface with. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about all the servers in the background, all the web servers that that run the website, all the servers, the database and storage servers that store all those tweets and videos and photos and data that is in the background and doing the backups and doing the nightly reboots and making sure that the logins are working and making sure the authentication flows are working, making sure you're not getting someone else's data all those things are not working. You know, over time will break down if they're not maintained. We're already seeing some examples of this and that their content filtering is not working properly. Someone was able to successfully upload an entire movie in two-minute chunks to Twitter because their content moderation and, you know, uh, wasn't able to check and properly identify that this was copyright material. The movie in they two minute chunks. Yeah, because in, in free Twitter, you only get like two minute of video. Oh, okay. So okay. they went with the maximum that they could upload at a time, right? The movie I just found funny. It, by the way, it was Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. Oh, <laughs> nice. Nobody cares about that movie then, anyways. It's fine. So it took them a total of fifty posts to post the movie, but they were able to post the entire thing. Wow. Because their content moderation system wasn't able to identify copyright material. Again, a little fringe item, but it's already showing a little bit of breakdown because maintenance. And that has me worried for the future of Twitter because it's just going to slowly degrade, 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 degrade until people go, oh, well, well, there's a problem. But one statement, and I want your thought on this. One statement that, that Elon said was freedom of speech but not of reach. And I agree with that. Freedom of speech, but not of reach? Mm-hmm. Uh, Do you know what that means, first off? So freedom of speech, what does that mean? It means you can say, say whatever. whatever you want, yeah. right? Freedom of reach. On Twitter, how, how many people will see and engage with your tweet? 
So it's freedom of speech. But not freedom of reach. So not everybody. So in other words, if you post something that's, you know, what most of America, and I put that in quotes, quote unquote, most of America would consider hate speech, let's say. Elon's saying I'm, he's thinking about not taking it down, but at the same time, you won't reach anyone. Gotcha. Well, but then what's the point of? So in other words, okay, let's go back to you, Aaron. Okay. Yeah. You post something on Twitter that they consider freedom, that they consider freedom of speech, but they are like, ah, we don't like this. Right. Yeah. It may not go out to the general public. So general public can go see it. But me being your friend, I could still go and see it on your Twitter. So So in other words, if you're purposely seeking it out, or if you're purposely looking at that person's Twitter feed, you'd still be able to find them. Whereas under the previous owner, if you had done something like that, They'd be like, nope, you're gone off of Twitter. So it's just a, I guess, damned down version of what Twitter already had in place. It's called shadow banning. That's what this is called. That's essentially what it is. Facebook utilizes shadow banning currently. Twitter used to utilize shadow banning, but they also utilize hard banning. That's the whole, the Facebook thing. That would have been the whole thing with, what was it when, um, uh, Mark Zuckerberg was on Joe Rogan or whatever when they talked about misinformation stuff from the was that the election? Yes. And how he's like, well, it was still out there. It was just limited to who could see it, kind of thing. I mean, I guess I would, I would still rather not have that, but but it's better than nothing because you're. It's better. Yes, it is better than nothing. You're it's not better being, than straight up getting banned. Yeah, right. You're not being straight up banned. You're at least allowed to be like, "Yep, um, you can continue saying what you want to say, even if you know the the system says no, you could, you shouldn't." And people who follow Aaron for his hot takes on something can oh, still geez. get it. Well, yeah, and that's. But then, so if other people shared that. It would still be limited, but like, let's say I shared it, right? Right. It would still be limited where it wouldn't be seen by the general populace. But if someone was looking at my stuff directly, they could still see it then. Okay. Yeah. So Interesting. Okay. So I was just wondering what yeah, your thoughts on that, on the, re- on the speech, but not the reach. So I was like, hmm. And it's interesting. Hmm. Yes. I don't know. I guess I just like, I get it. Like, I guess it's, yeah, it's still, it would be a step in the right direction, but it's like, I guess I'd just rather not have throttling like that at all. I guess I'd rather have it more so where, I mean, you could do like what you do on Facebook because you can just mute something. Like, oh, you, oh. Can, you can mute on Twitter. Well, I know. I'm sure you can mute on Twitter, but like, if you're not going to see something from somebody anyways, then it's whatever. It's almost kind of pointless of them saying stuff anyways mm-hmm. and so i guess i'd rather just be like well if somebody hears it and they don't want to hear it then yeah just get rid of it but i guess to just i don't know i guess yeah if it's going in the right direction cool but eh, could it, be better yeah neilons just provides an entertainment factor through the whole thing i don't know if you saw but he took a video of a closet in twitter hq and showed the like the shirts and that inside of it the shirts yeah okay they say hashtag stay woke here we are uh <laughs> at the at the merch thing and there's an entire 
entire closet full of secret closet of hashtag woke t-shirts. Here we are. When I say when he says entire closet, like it's a couple, it's a few shelves of shirts that just say hashtag stay woke in the Twitter HQ office. Oh my gosh. Oh, so wait, so Twitter has actual like its own merchandise. Like they would give it all out at like conferences and that, you know. Oh, okay. I was like, what the heck? You know, so if they sponsored an event or something like that, it's mm-hmm. like, all right. Stay woke. Yep. Hashtag stay woke is what they would yeah. would do that. And it just it as more and more comes out, it's just entertaining to watch. You know what it, was all going behind the scenes. Exactly. And then all the memes that Elon continues to post, whether you agree with them or not. <laughs> How to see those. He's he is a pretty funny dude though. He's very he dry. Seems like he, yeah. He's very dry in a sense of humor. Yeah. He's also definitely ahead of the uh the population curve. He has a lot of children. Oh. Really? Elon because he and he's talked about in his various things about, you know, hey, we're at a point where we're, more people are dying than you know, being born yeah we're we're below the birth you know the replacement rate right and so he's talked about it and he's like well one of the ways you can handle this is have more children <laughs> wow who would have thought so thanks elon <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> uh he has 10 children currently between multiple wow. women not just with one you one know. yeah but still Wow, that's that's a chunk of kids right there. Yeah, some of them, their names, like they start off normal and then some of them Get are just really like, weird. Like Nevada. Okay. All right. Griffin, Kai, Saxon, Damien. And then this is where it starts going weird. X space A. Yeah. 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 I was like, oh boy. Uh huh. huh, huh. <laughs> Thanks, Elon. <laughs> So the, the, whoever agreed to, but yeah, but he has, you know, ten kids running around. So I guess you gotta catch up to him. Everything, Aaron. Get what? married. Have more kids than Elon. I ain't got room for that, or money for that, or save room, or time for that. Well, you'd have time, or the career for that. <laughs> career, yes. You're right on that money. Yeah, I ain't got a job for that kind of a thing. Goodness. (laughs) So with Elon taking over Twitter and all that fun stuff, you know, the now that the the Senate, they're calling for an investigation into Twitter and the purchase of Twitter and everything. Part of it is because one of the people helping Elon finance everything is a Saudi prince. So they're 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 looking into it like, oh, do we have to investigate this based on national security, and do we have to back out of the sale because of national security, blah blah blah, and all that's happening. And then what happens right at the same time, like right after t- this Twitter sale? What else happened in the internet world recently? What Hunter Biden? No, <laughs> not, oh, yeah, I wish Hunter Biden would get more uh, more traction. FTX. Oh, okay. FTX stuff. Yep. Lost over a billion dollars of client funds. How? What? I don't get how you do that. 
And of course, Elon, you know, posts a meme because that's what Elon that's does, what right? He, yeah. And it's like these two animals doing something photo worthy. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> you know, in the background, and you know, it's blurred, and then there's a photographer laying in the grass pointing the opposite direction saying, Senator's calling for the FTC to investigate Twitter. That's the photographer and the animals in the background. FTX losing over a billion dollars of client funds. Because in other words, it's saying this is something photo worthy. This is something to look at. This is something to investigate. And they're over here. Nah, da, 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 da. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah. yeah, that whole FTX thing, when all the news and all that comes out, that's going to be entertaining to digest that fully. And I'm wondering what the implications will be on the crypto market in and of itself. You already saw Bitcoin price plummet after the FTX thing. So a lot of people are getting out of that kind of thing is that the, really like, or they're converting to a different crypto and okay. all that. So what all do you know on the FTX? Oh, I, nothing really besides the dude just seemed kind of dumb. <laughs> Okay. Was that I saw a clip? Was it some some girl explaining how it's actually pretty easy to do? It's simple math to make that happen or something like that. I was like, what? To make what happen? The whole cryptocurrency oh. stuff or whatever. I'm like, I can't imagine it just being simple math. It it's simple math, and that's how a lot of proof of work um cryptos work do things. Okay. In other words, it's solving a math equation in the background. Okay. It's a complex equation, but it's simple math that a computer can do simply. And then that's how the first thing, to, the first computer to solve it is what gets the reward, but it's also what also validates all the transactions on the network. There's there's a lot of math involved. If you're not a math person, just stay out of it. Just stay uh, out. Or at least stay out of trying to understand how it's backed. Now, Bitcoin, like every other cryptocurrency, is not backed by any sort of hard fiat. It is all whatever value we give to it, kind of like our current dollar in the U.S. Thanks. Whereas before we used to be, did you just say thanks, Obama? No, thanks, government. Oh, okay. So, I, mean, I thought I heard thanks, Obama. I was like, oh. what? <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's not backed by hard gold. It's not even backed by the U.S. dollar. It's backed by what we think it's worth and what value people give to it. Well, I think my money is worth a lot more than it is then. Yeah. <laughs> So FTX was interesting because the guy created the company, headquartered it in Bahamas. Yeah. And then he is accused, and this is where I'm saying this needs to settle down some still, but the current accusations are that, A, it was a Ponzi scheme, and we mean you have talked what a Ponzi scheme is before, right? You remember what it is? Not really. It's where, like, uh, you give me $5. Oh, okay. And then I say, oh, are you going to get 10 And then I go to Investor B. Give me yeah. ten dollars, you'll get. 15. You'll get so much more. And basically, yeah. just passing along the buck as yeah. far as money, and which, in a sense, isn't that almost like what banks are? Well, don't say the quiet part out loud. You'll get it. You'll be sniped. <laughs> <laughs> Windows are wide open here. It is dark out there. I can't see. Yeah, as soon as I see the red dots, I'm ducking. <laughs> Shoot. But you, but, I didn't say that. But unlike banks, unlike banks, Ponzi schemes say a guaranteed return or something like that. Fair. So they're saying that. They're also saying it's potentially money laundering Ukraine to Democrats and all that fun stuff. So there's a bunch of conspiracy theories we'll have to see and wait 
to see what happens with it. But basically, yeah. essentially, anyone who had money in FTX markets, I'm sorry, if you're not out already, you're probably not getting your money back, which is probably a lot of money. That sucks. Yeah. And like I said, Bitcoin, one of the big cryptos that, that lost a lot of value over this past year. So I'm going to tell you what the current price of one Bitcoin is in U.S. dollars. Okay. Your goal is to guess with plus or minus 2,000 what it was last November 25th, one year ago today. Currently, one Bitcoin is worth $16,503. What do you think it was worth one year ago? I mean, wasn't it like close like 50 grand? Is that your answer? Because I, th- oh, I know I, won't, I had to have seen it in the 30s, 30s and maybe 40s. I'll just say 43,000. 58,000. 58. Dang it, I was close with my first guess. Yeah, I know. And I was like, man, he's close. Uh, 58,000 last November 25th. Wow. It's down. So should I buy some Bitcoin now? Well, that's just hope. That the, 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 that's if it goes up again. That's <laughs> the, the thing is, if it goes up, yes, you do great. If it goes down, well, I'm sorry, you're out yeah. of luck. So I can't remember how much it was, but I remember seeing um, Tom Brady apparently had a chunk in uh, this FTX. Well, he didn't was, he, he? He did like uh, advertising for him, or something right? Like he was that. paid to do advertisements. Yeah. So, yes, that 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 is the case, and they they've said currently right now, if you were a customer and you had money with them, your money is missing in action. It is gone. There, you have no idea where it's at. It has either been exfiltrated to another country or it was stolen. Uh, they don't know and won't say what it was. That's so weird how they can do that. Yeah. Like, how do you get away with that? Well, and that's the, why he's being charged for potentially Ponzi schemes, yeah. money laundering. They're looking, investigating all of those things. They, they're saying that the data that they have you know, like their records for their banks and all that, it's all bad data. It just isn't working right. You know, the data doesn't make sense. It's it's just bad data. Whoa. Now, but so in this process, like, does he, is he the one that has the money from, from these people? Well, the company has the money. Which he is he, in charge of. It depends how their corporate structure is set up. Yeah, I suppose. But, and that's the thing. It's like, you know what? Well, he's making something off of this. Yep. So we'll have to see what all this happens. Cause I know like they have the FTX arena, which is now going to have its naming rights sold off. The FTX arena. Yeah. They're, they're going to have their naming rights sold off and other, other companies. Let me put this way. Adult-oriented companies have put their uh, hats in the ring to buy the naming rights of the of the arena. So I don't think they would allow them to do it, but if they did, oh boy. Because FTX originally signed a $135 million sponsorship deal for 19 years to name the rights FTX Arena back in June of 2020 or March of 2021 Miami heat got you know the money I don't know if it was paid in lump sum or you know annually or whatever so they got the naming rights they got the money and now they got to sell those again 
Bye-bye. So, yeah, there's a lot of companies that are like, oh, yeah, we'll put our name in the ring because what's happening? FTX is in the news. So they know it's going to be popular. So especially if it's like maybe a, whatchamacallit, an adult-oriented website, let's mm. say, you know, they'll be looking at it and be like, oh, yeah, well, we'll uh, We'll get recognition because it's still going to be all over the news. And then, of course, if an adult site gets the naming rights and names it what they want, then, of course, there's going to be even more news based on that because it'll produce an outrage and then people are going to protest and blah, 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 blah. Man. (laughs) Things just blow up so much. There's so much going on. What the heck? Oh, I know. And it's just entertaining reading all the all the things that are happening with with that, you know, just watching. I, I, I don't even want to say what, and, and here's the thing. It'd be one thing if it was one adult site. It's multiple adult sites that are trying to get the get naming rights. First off, that tells you how big the porn industry is, that they have oh, huge. millions of dollars to just spend for naming rights. On things like that yeah i mean I, <laughs> I mean yeah you look at the percentage i mean thinking of the episodes when we talk about like the percentage of people that use that yeah and, and mm. i was listening to a episode of timcast IRL, and one of the guys proposed an idea because his argument and i agree with his argument okay but his argument was that men today are fat slobby and lazy yeah okay he goes part of that is the estrogen in the meats you know he's talking all these things like part of that is the free access to porn everywhere and i'm like and you know and starts talking about the whole dopamine reward system and all this stuff and he was talking about how i forgive which war it was specifically but they would to demoralize the enemy troops they would drop pamphlets on the ground around the enemy troops of their, like the enemy's soldiers captured being um, sodomized by other troops to demoralize them. So it was, it was all this weird things that they would do. And, and, and I was like, what the heck is going on? Or they would also to demoralize drop again, more, you know, papers of like these beautiful women uh, in relationship with their enemy troops to demoralize and say oh look see what the enemy gets to go do enemy being like united states or whatever you know their enemy you know our allies let's say Mm -hmm. you know oh look they get to go home to a beautiful woman blah blah blah. we're out here in the freezing cold blah blah and they use that to try to demoralize because they knew even back then the wars sex sells that's wild you know and they were trying to hijack that dopamine pleasure center and that the reward system and everything that goes along with dopamine because it, 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 it's a big and i know we've talked about before a big reward cycle with dopamine with dopamine and sex and porn and that so what this guy he said and he's a current politician so this gave me this made me pause for a moment when he said this because for two reasons <laughs> One, I'm like, okay, I see his uh, where he's coming from, and I like the approach to reduce porn usage. But yeah. secondly, 
at the same time, I recognize that what I may think of as proper is not to be forced upon everyone. So I'm like, I agree, but I disagree. Ah, dang it. Anyways, his idea was, and I thought it was interesting, but again, it made me pause for a second. Anytime you go to view a porn site, be it free or paid or whatever, you have to provide your driver's license number. Oh, <laughs> I loved Aaron's immediate response. Oh, whoa. Okay. Why your driver's license or, number? Or, you know, state ID number or whatever. The, the goal, he said, was that that way it keeps anyone under 18 out of it, out of the porn. He's like, make porn illegal for anyone under 18. Isn't it supposed to be? Supposed to be yes, but he's not. Uh, well, I mean, obviously, it, it is. But what? Okay, let's be realistic. Any what? of those free porn sites you go to, it'll be like, click the button to confirm you're over eighteen. People are just going to click it, even if they're under eighteen. What do you mean? People never lie on the internet. No, I no never. I, I I'm trying. Like I don't remember ever having something like that. That might have been implemented more recently on sites. You know, a lot of them will have stuff like that. And maybe not all of them do. I don't know. I don't keep track of every single website on the internet. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, but I, there might be, you know, ones that don't, you know. I feel like that, that was more <laughs> back in the day. I feel like that was more like a thing for like games kind of thing. Where if you were going into like some like more like sex game kind of thing, be like, are you 18? Like, are you like, I think I saw that there, but I don't think I ever really saw that in any sites. So, or I guess the big name sites, I suppose you would say. So that that's, you know, this guy's a politician. So he's like, this is what I'd like to do. He's like, I'd like it so that he's like, I don't care what you do. He's like, I don't care if you do or not. He's like, but. If you go to the site, I want you to enter a state ID or driver's license or something to prove you're 18 plus. I was like, yay, reduce porn usage. I don't know how I feel about that on the personal liberty side of things. I am conflicted. I am personally conflicted. I mean, I, I, it's not like anything's going to happen to you. No, but little 17-year-old Jimmy goes and enters his driver's license and all of a sudden, you're under 18. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's the same thing with alcohol. Yeah. So they'll, they'll or, find other ways to get it. Oh, right there, there will be torrent sites, dark web. I suppose. No. I mean, uh, how, how easy is it to get on the dark web, though? Like, is it that easy? Oh yeah. All you need is some Tor and some VPN, and you're good to go. Oh, okay. All right. All they need is an Onion browser, and they can get to this where they want. Onion browser. Don't get any ideas. <laughs> next, <laughs> next adventure with Aaron. How about not? <laughs> Idiot get t- gets tied up on the dark web. <laughs> oh. How about not? Let's, let's, let's stay away from that sort of stuff. Gosh, I wouldn't even know what to do. Yeah. Just stay away. <laughs> but like, I guess I'm not, I'm not against that idea. I suppose like if it's, I don't know. Yeah. yeah I, I know I'm, I'm torn as well. Cause I'm like, yes. From the Christian perspective, I'm like, yes, yes. Well, not even the Christian perspective. 
But I mean, it's just, well, it's not good for you anyway. Right. And, and this guy, I don't think he's a Christian either. Right. Okay. You know, who, okay. He, he's just like the psychological and all these detriments that porn brings. He's like, no. Yeah. It's and, doing and, more damage than it's good in the moment. <laughs> right. And, and, you know, in talk, he's like, and so I don't know, he might be a little bit older than me. Okay. And he's just talking about like, yeah, when you were a kid or me, my age, it could be my age. It's like, but yeah, when you're a kid or a teenager, he's like, you couldn't just go online. You'd have, because there was no internet. You'd have to go find your dad's collection or something yeah. like that. And I was like, fair enough. It, it is a lot easier to access these things now, no. especially kids that are kind of born with a smartphone in their hand, it seems. And all of a sudden, oh, look, they can look up anything they want or accidentally mistype a URL or search for something that leads to it. And yeah. all of a sudden, oh, what's this? Right. Well, I say, yeah, it, it's, it'd be much easier to accidentally come across some of that stuff, especially, I don't know. I, I don't know how bad it actually is now, but I mean, I guess when you see all that stuff with some of the, like the whole drag stuff shows and whatnot, and mm-hmm. seeing that there's kids at these events, it's like, that's just going to become more. But more. Aaron, they're family friendly. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You gave up on that one really quick. <laughs> yeah. It's real, real, real family friendly. I you talk about not wanting to sexual oh, sexualize people and use them, uh, but that's all the that's all this drag so stuff is. It's like let me put some either skimpy or revealing clothes on and dance and show off my parts. It's like oh cool, right? right nice. Or the ones where they like give give the dollar to the yeah to the, the stripper yeah. Essentially, what it comes down to give the dart to the stripper. No, <sighs> I just I don't. Yeah, it's whatever. You don't what? <sighs> I mean, we're teaching sex ed in kindergarten right now, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, you're you're even teaching. Um, I think like they're trying to teach the concepts of consent and gender and sexual identity that's, down that that young as well. That's not something we need to be doing. Well, shouldn't be doing. I mean, I was five. I didn't even know my, you know, kindergarten. I didn't even know my alphabet, really. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to understand this. And mm. that that's that going to lead to a whole other conversation because, you know, you're seeing all these other things. You're seeing this rise in, as they call it, Gender affirming surgeries, you know, as I call the mutilation stuff, uh, top and bottom surgeries. Yeah. So you're seeing a rise in that you're seeing even in pubescent or prepubescent even, which is, I don't care where you land on that debate as like about, you know, do you want to, does someone transition or not? You know, once you're 18, that's a you choice. You're an adult. I am going to disagree with that. Yeah. But I'm not gonna treat you like dirt or scum because if you do, and I know you, okay, I'm gonna treat you with like a person with respect that's worthy of basic human respect because all humans are that. I know you and that word have issues. Worthy. No, it's deserved. 
I mean, worthy deserve close, same thing. Yeah. So you know, in that regard, there's that. But at the same time, if it's a teen that makes that decision, <laughs> I have issues with that because they don't teen, know what they're getting themselves into. As someone put it, we don't allow teenagers to make the decision to get tattoos because it is permanent. But we allow the teenagers to make the decision to either stop puberty or get surgery or something like that. And it's maybe something we need to reconsider and think about doing that. Yeah. And in the past week or two, you are actually starting to see where some people are starting to say, hey, you know what? Maybe we need to reconsider some of these things because it's it's getting crazy. Uh, they paused puberty, but is there a cost? It was from the New York Times. Yeah. And they were talking about growing concerns among physicians for those who put kids on puberty blockers. And in the article, and look it up in the New York Times, especially if you have a subscription, they talk about where the places that started it had no long-term studies and still have no long-term studies over this on what this is doing to kids and that and what's doing to their mental health as well as their physical health. Yeah. And that's scary that medical procedures are being recommended without any basis in data instead doing it on basis of emotion. Yep. That's all we need to go off of now. Yeah, no. <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah, in, in regard to that sort of stuff, I'm just like, oh, okay, Jesus, you can come now. <laughs> yeah. <we're laughs> right. I don't, I don't want to deal with half that stuff going forward, you know, and, and it's not like I'm going like, oh, that person doesn't exist or anything like that. It's, you know, th- they exist. They're, they're doing their thing, you know, you, but when you even have people who have gone through the process coming out and saying, I regret this. Well, not only I regret this, there are people who say that I regret this. I'm, I'm talking about people also who have gone through the process and are still transitioning like for it. Uh, Blair White, for example. I, I'll, oh, I use them as an example. Yeah. Um, I always forget about them. Yeah. That person. Uh, that <laughs> they even say, like, hey, this shouldn't be for anyone under 18, even though they don't regret it that they've gone through They're the still process. Going for it. They're like, yes, cool. This is who, you know, they go, this is who I am, but this shouldn't be for anyone under 18. And I'm like, yeah, I, I agree with that. Shouldn't be for anybody ever. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's uh I, yeah that's, that's mind-blowing to me mm. but we all get back but it all comes back to that what is truth sort of deal is it my truth your truth or is there a universal truth and that's a whole other big conversation and that i think has been driving a lot of the stuff with twitter and all that because people on the left are going well now our truth my truth isn't being the only truth on Twitter. They're now allowing other truths on Twitter. In other words, things they don't like. It shouldn't be called a truth though. I know, but they call it that they call opinion truth Yeah, and truth opinion. Just like it says, latter days, everything will be called good. will be called evil and evil will be called good. Yep. We're, we're there already. I mean, it's, it's been there, but it's just, more and more stuff is getting added into that category. We're making it more apparent. Let me put it that way. Oh, very much more apparent. We're we're saying yes, yes, and yes, and 
I mean, to some point, evil has always been good to some degree or perceived as it. Yeah, I know. But so, but yeah, just looking through the, the wonderfulness, the world of technology recently, it's just like, <laughs> it's accelerating things very much, yeah. very much so. You know what? Very much so. And thing like, like the guy was saying, the things that you didn't used to have easy access to, you now have easy access to. Yep. Whatever that is. I, I was, it, it's, no, okay, it's not funny. Mm. It's weird. You come across, you know, you come across weird stuff on YouTube, right? No. So a, there's this whole segment of YouTube, I don't know if you're aware of this, where people will take Post from Reddit, put them into a piece of software that does uh, text to speech, and then puts like a little background behind it, you know, and, and like that's a whole thing on YouTube. Mm. And I get recommended it because of the algorithm. Thank you, YouTube algorithm. Why did you recommend me? But anyways, so they on Reddit, are you familiar with Reddit? A little bit. Okay. They have um, a Reddit subreddit, I should say, called it's A-I-T-A. Am I the asshole? <laughs> okay. That's that's what the, the, the subreddit is. And people will post scenarios on there and be like, am I the asshole for doing this? You know, and they'll post a scenario and I'm just like, interesting. And, and I've gone to that subreddit before. I read some of these. And so someone did a text-to-speech of one of them on, on Reddit. Okay. And I... I listened to it and then I went and read it and then I'm like, wait a minute. People are saying they are not or are, are saying they are. I'm sorry, because of what they did. And I was like, I, I want to majority said they are not. OK, but okay. there are some people who said, yeah, that you are. And I was like, how? Quick story short, the scenario was there was a female who was getting matched up with someone on you know a dating site mm-hmm. she's like nah whatever and then the guy started sending her videos of him in intimate moments doing things solo let me put it that way yeah okay yeah and he would keep sending them to her even though you know she's like stop stop yeah, you know want and then so eventually she reached she con- found him on social media found his family and then contacted his family and said hey here's what your family member's doing to me you know, and, and, I, and, and I'm looking at them I'm like, no, you are not. You, you, no. you asked the guy, you told him, Seven. and then you escalated and said, hey, I'm going to get your family to shame you sort of deal. Yeah. And it, it sucks it, to suck, dude. But where, where I was going with this is, you know, I was surprised to even see one person say, yeah, you are because you did this. <laughs> He's trying to show interest. I'm like, hold on. <laughs> That's messed up. It's like we got two polar opposites. Some people be like, he's harassing her. And then there's that person that's like, you're a jerk for ignoring him. Yeah, exactly. And I go, wow, we are just getting more and more divided even online on things. Yeah. And, but I mean. Shoot out a port of him to the police. Think think about this. A hundred years ago, you would not be able to do that. You would actually have to go stand outside their window. Yeah, wouldn't that that be awkward? (laughs) And at that point, they would be shamed publicly and, you know, take the situation be taken care of. Now all this happens on the internet. No one knows about it. And. Yeah. Think of how much is happening without being seen. Well, okay. Getting a little personal here. 
I love Aaron's like instant reaction, like what? Huh? No, because you were just like like looking around, like don't look at me, don't look. Oh at me. no, it was, it was a fruit fly. Just oh, <laughs> gotcha. It, it was. It looked like from my perspective, like you're looking around, like don't look at me, don't look at me. <laughs> I was like, well, who else am I gonna look at? <laughs> I mean, dog somewhere. Yeah, there's a dog somewhere. But getting a little more personal here, you know, because you were saying, you know, what happens? No, no one sees it, and, mm-hmm. and that's true. The internet, you can do whatever you want without anyone publicly seeing it but your internet service provider knows exactly what you're doing if they got asked to provide records on it they could provide the police and whatever exactly what you're doing all the sites you've been to every uh yes site that you've been to either pg g or uh, above let's say oh your phone provider is the same thing. They not only do they track your location, they track all the URLs you visit. Even if you put your browser in private mode. Well, that was th- the point of private mode. <laughs> all it does is stop cookies from going on your computer to track you that's, on that. That's funny. Huh? It's actually surprising a lot of people that don't know that. They think that when they go private mode, they're still they're not being tracked at all. Your internet provider tracks everything. Because how the internet works yeah. you send in a query it sends it to a dns server it looks up the website you want to go to it sends it back to the computer this is who you talk to so it knows every time you've done a search or a query for a website or something like that it knows where you've gone right that's oh man that's rough <laughs> all right yeah so this is what i said where it gets yeah. the site you know but that being said, that is normally not public knowledge on what happens there. It it, it it all happens in secret. It all happens in a cold, dark basement at night when mom and dad are asleep and no one's able to watch. And yeah. you do what you do and you don't have to say anything about it because no one will ever know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I love it. <laughs> I was just saying until you didn't realize that your computer was hooked up to your loudspeakers. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't laugh, but I shouldn't laugh. But wow. Yeah. I can No, you've told me the story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, but but one of the things, and I don't know if you noticed this or not, because it does send out an email to all uh, everyone on this, but like yeah. you know, in you know, what the past couple of years, you know. Me and you, Josh, use uh, Ever Accountable. Yeah. So it, it basically brings light to everything that was formerly dark. And it's not like I'm ever on there being like, hmm, wonder what Aaron's looking at his computer or whatever. I, I only when I get like a Aaron has viewed Black blacklisted, and it turns out it's August Burns. August Burns. Right. I got another one this past week. It was like at like five in the morning or something like five thirty or six in the morning. What? So it must've been like, right when you woke up, you checked like their website for something <laughs> and it came in. It was like, Aaron has just viewed blacklisted content. It's like, what the, I looked, Oh, it's that side again. Okay. Yeah. He's good. Would that have been after I told you about the selling out of the album? I think it was beforehand. Oh, I don't know. Okay. But uh, you know, it brings light to, those areas that formerly were dark and that's for all of us. And we've been pretty good about things and you know, it's not like it's always going to be a, a perfect thing at times. No. You know, there'll be days when it's, it won't be the best worst. Hasn't been bad yet. Thankfully for any of us really, yeah. um, you know, me being the smart one, I've found ways around things at times. 
And uh, I've rectified those things. <laughs> Say me, I just hope it screws up on its own. <laughs> I don't hope it <laughs> that sounded really bad. It has to come down to if it ever messes up yeah. on its own. <laughs> or, it, it was Monday, by the way, when it when it said blacklisted on like 5.46 a.m. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was just like, oh, death below. I was like, okay, he's good. But I don't know if you noticed on your emails, it would have been yesterday would have come in. Did I add a device? Yes, I think so. Did you see what that device was? I don't. Remember. It was a Chromecast. Is that what that was? Yeah. Oh. I found a way to load it onto the Chromecast. I was like, I was like, you know what? Just so I don't ever decide to go, hey, browser on the Chromecast, let me hey. mend. Because you would, in, in order to type in, um, the URL, right? You'd have to use a remote control and move it around. So A, there's a lot of time for me to move between moving the, you know, around the keyboard with the remote control. It's not mm. like a, you can connect a keyboard to it and just type oh, sort of deal. Okay. So it's not like, like an Xbox or something like that where you can connect a keyboard and type easily. You would have to actually, it's like oh, a little oh, joggle oh, stick oh, to move around the keyboard. It's like, even then, I know myself. You're right. <laughs> You know, and I was like, you know what? And I spent a couple of days researching. I was like, how can I do this? How can I do this? And I finally found out how to do it. And I was like, hey, this is awesome. I can add this in. It's just an extra layer of protection. It's just an extra. I look at it this way. It's an extra layer of like a nerve flashlight looking on in on things. Right. Hmm. Huh. So I was like, hey, it's just another layer. It's nothing I don't think I'm ever going to have that with. But you never know. Yeah, and like I said. Things happen in the dark on the internet. This provides no dark spot in my entire house, actually, now. Wow. I have no screen that can displace, like, web stuff without it being logged somehow. So it's like, hey, beautiful. This also tells me that I have options on how to, you know, easily do media stuff without having to worry about, like, hey, do I have to move computers or anything like that? like oh it works so nice huh like i said it, and then and i understand this is not a thing for everyone it has to be of people you trust because all my stuff you could go back and see every single thing that ever pops on my screen hmm. you know what i think we should do what's that we should have a database of where Everybody in a certain area, all of their search information goes up to a public database where everybody can see what people are into. Oh, that's <laughs> that would have to be a hundred percent opt-in. <laughs> and um, I will stay away from the college towns and from oh towns with the tons of kids. Gosh, not oh. kids, teenagers, because college and teenagers. Oh. I was just like, wait, what? yeah, oh. you know what they're searching. Well, that should be a deterrent so that they know that everybody can see what they're looking at. And then no. they'd be like, oh, I probably shouldn't do that. Otherwise, so I'm, 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 I'm all for public shaming, but I'm also for privacy. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> As I said, back in the old days, it was a lot easier with that sort of stuff. <laughs> but that's why I let everything of mine be screenshotted. I let everything of mine be seen. I, I think, yeah, every single one of my devices that, so my MacBook, my desktop, my laptop, 
my phone, and now my Chromecast are all sending screenshots 24-7 (laughs) to their service. So you can see every URL I've gone to, every website, whatever, whatever I do on the computer, even if it's not a website, you can see it all. Wow. And most of the time it's like, okay, cool. Once in a while, something will be misclassified and something will come, sometimes an ad will come up and I'm like, yep, I'm going to get flagged. <laughs> and then it doesn't flag and I'm like, hmm, interesting. But, you know, it's one of those words. It's just like iffy enough where I'm like, oh, it's going to get flagged. But, and then sometimes the flag stuff, I'm like, no, that, that, that. Yeah, okay. some of the flag stuff has been really bizarre. I'm like, no, I think I've gotten so many flags for like, like not blacklisted but look at potentially look at potential content and then it's josh looking at like weird stuff and i'm just like no weird stuff that doesn't help (laughs) i'm like he's fine he's fine it's nothing uh, of a sexual nature or anything like that in that regard some conspiracy theory of something (laughs) no that's my mother too (laughs) so but yeah there are options if you want to shine a light and not have those dark spots where those things can fester and grow and I know we've talked about that before as well, but you know that's also part of that transparency, that accountability that stops some of this. And I think as a non-parent, I'm saying this, okay, but parent, because I'm going from my own experience growing up where my mom didn't have any sort of conversation about this with me and all that, right? The the kids need to know that they can get this information from their parents without fear of like, oh, we want to talk about this. Have those open and honest conversations. Mm-hmm. Because if younger, let's say put it this way, younger people, younger children, whether you're a mentor or a parent or whatever, that younger person knows that you A, you care about them. B, you're willing to have those conversations even if they're a little, uh, how do you put it? A little awkward to have at times. Right. You know, or, or see that they know that they can ask a question, not be like, oh, come on, really, Aaron? Why do you, come on, man. Just don't know. You know, so I'll, I'll sometimes say that it just in jest, but in, I'll bring it back to reality. Uh, when I was younger, I tried not to do that as much, but now that you're older, I can do that a little <laughs> bit more. But have those, if you're willing to have those conversations and they know that you are willing to have them, things usually go a little bit better because then you're not going to the internet or to a porno site or to your friends for information on how certain things happen. You're instead able to go, Hey, you know what? You're an adult. Let me ask you. And then the adult can go, ah, this is awkward. (sighs) Or gets to say my favorite phrase. I got to say many times with you. I can't believe I'm having this conversation. (laughs) But nonetheless, we had the conversations. So many have happened. <laughs> We've had those conversations. Me and you have had some very weird, uh, awkward conversations that I thought I would probably only ever have with a kid of mine if I had a kid. Well, basically me. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> You're not wrong. Let me tell you. At times, it, at, t- at times it felt like that. Uh, <laughs> I, I was just talking with. Andy, which one? <laughs> Wednesday, Andy. Okay. <laughs> about so, how we got on the topic was that Andy's brother-in-law was enjoying the Mountain Dew that they had at B Dubs, and B Dubs has an exclusive like flavor of Mountain Dew. They do, yeah. 
Oh, okay. And and he was going, you know, basically he wanted that. He wanted some of that for Christmas. And Andy's like, I'm sorry, man. It's it's only available here. It's only available at meetups. And that got me to thinking. I was like, man, I was like, when we were down at, I forget the college name was. We were down at the college that had that restaurant where you could get like gallons of Dr. Pepper to go. <laughs> what? Oh. When I took, when I had it, when I took you to college visits. Yeah. <laughs> and that we got started talking about that. I was like, yeah, I actually took Aaron to visit colleges. I was like, what the heck? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was in Indiana and Michigan. Yeah. Holy like, crap. <laughs> yeah, because remember that one drive up restaurant where it was like the old style restaurant where they came out to your car and that. And yep. They had gallons of Dr. Pepper to take and sell. And I was just like, what the heck? Anyways, it was a long roundabout way to get to that. But yeah, <laughs> at times it has felt like I've had to be a, somewhat of a parent to you. <laughs> oh, heck yeah. <laughs> My parents never wanted to do anything for me. Because you were the oopsie kidding. baby. No, I'm just yes, kidding. <laughs> you were the oopsie baby, but it's not that they didn't want to do anything <laughs> for you or with you or whatever. Mom wanted me. Dad didn't think it would work. Well, they Dad was wrong. <laughs> You're still alive. So <laughs> it works I somehow. Here. Yeah. But. Yeah, that that was just a weird little tangent there. That's awesome. (laughs) But yeah, technology recently has been. And here's the funny part: by the time this comes out, because it's going to come out in two weeks from recording date, FTX may have changed so much. Twitter is going to be in a weird state because it keeps just changing all the time. Because Elon is trying to currently run Tesla, SpaceX, Twitter. It just keeps going crazier and crazier. And then if any of these claims about FTX end up being true, man, it's going to have big ramifications on crypto market. And I'm not saying this as any sort of advice to anyone, so don't take it that. I have to preface it with that, right? Yeah. I am glad about two months ago I took out all my crypto. Yeah. I had an unexpected bill to pay, but... And so that's why I took it out, but I'm glad I did because I looked at what oh, it would be. I would it'd be worth like a quarter of what it was oh. then. Wow! So I'm like, all right, I actually saved some of my investment. I think between stocks and crypto, when I say stocks, like stocks yeah. not on in 401k, but between stocks and crypto, in the last year I've lost 800 bucks. Oh, yeah. So oh, I was. A little cappy, I was able to recoup some of that. But at the same time, tax time, I'm going to realize some nice losses. So that's the only benefit of all that that comes out of it. But the whole Elon buying Twitter thing, it just, mm, for the memes and for the chaos, it is worth it just in and of itself, just for that. Because the more I have to deal with the crazy on the left the more i get to laugh and the more i get to see on counter social of people going crazy just from the watching the election night was pure joy i i wish i was save screenshots but i didn't oh oh just because i i didn't want to the next time I connect into counter social, I'm going to do it from uh, from a VPN, so that way they don't see where I'm coming from, so they don't try to tie it back to my previous account. 
Gosh, I kind of almost want to check out Counter Social. It is a dumpster fire. Isn't that a lot of the internet? Yeah. Oh, goody. <laughs> and just as we're ending up recording on this, Elon Musk suggests creating alternative phone to combat potential issues with Apple and Android. If Twitter is kicked off of their app stores. Is Twitter going to get kicked off the app stores? So both Google, you know, Android and Apple, they have specific rules on moderation of content on social media sites if they are hosted on the app store. In other words, Apple's and Google's rules have to apply to Twitter if Twitter wants to be on the app store. Mm. Now, on Android, you can sideload the app. So I could go directly to Twitter's website, download the app, whatever. Mm-hmm. Apple, you have no ability to do that. Hmm. You cannot sideload. Wow. Interesting. Restrictive. Yeah. So we're going to be seeing a lot of stuff, I'm sure. You know, Coming especially because Elon keeps commenting on things such as this. Raise your hand if you think Elon should make public all internal discussions about the decision to censor the New York Post story on Hunter Biden's laptop before the 2020 election in the interest of transparency. Elon did comment on that. He said, this is necessary to restore a public trust. Oof. So you're going to have a lot of crying and gnashing and weeping of teeth the teeth weeping wow yeah, exactly <laughs> <clears throat> my brain just did a the, <laughs> the teeth weeping teeth weeping Oof. so there's there's be all a that scary sight yeah that would be a scary sight <laughs> the teeth weeping <laughs> uh, but that's what I was getting at uh, but just over all this sort of stuff you're you're seeing already this gnashing of teeth over this because how dare Elon restore, you know, stuff like Project Veritas. Uh, well, not the Babylon B, the um, libs of TikTok, TikTok, all those things being restored. How dare you? You're you're threatening democracy, blah blah blah. And then they go into these echo chambers where it's just them going. I don't. Uh... Gosh, I don't understand people's argument. You're threatening democracy. It's because difference of opinion equals a threat. I don't care if you have a difference of opinion. Um, That's fine by me. Have the difference of opinion. Just don't be a jerk about it. That's That's always been my thing. Have a difference. Just don't be the jerk. And who knows, with all this and what Elon's doing, guess what? I can officially say I think Twitter is finally going to be fun again because it's yeah. all good. It's going to be all memes. It's all going to be just the crazy and the worst. But the same thing, guess what works? The mute button works. The ignore button works. The downvote yes. works. Because he wants to bring voting up and down on posts and that, like like Reddit has. Like all this works. These are pro- These are proven and true ways on how to handle social media. So I'm all for Elon buying Twitter. I'm all for Elon Elon doing what he does. So I think we're going to have a fun couple months as we start into 2023 and as we start up with everything else going on. 
It's finally a little break in this little sea of gray disaster. He just needs to make the Tesla better. <laughs> what? Cheaper? No, just better. Okay. He just needs to make the <laughs> Tesla better. Better. According to Aaron's standards, which he will not give them. No. Okay. <laughs> no. Okay. I want you to go to explain to genius Elon why you need a better Tesla. I will. And what's, me. what's the first thing that you're going to tell them to do better? Make it not so cheap. 